Hi everyone and welcome to My Unfiltered Twenties. A podcast about the ups and downs, highs and lows and realities of life in your twenties. With me, Abby Parker. And me, Lucy Martin. So today we thought we'd talk about a couple of different things. Uh, We thought we'd look into our Spotify wrapped, which is definitely the highlight (laughs) of the year for me. Um, We also thought we'd talk a bit about our Christmas favourites as we head closer to Christmas every day. Also, just wanted to give a quick shout out. I'm sure there's loads of charity stuff going on right now if you have the money to donate, anything like that. But there's a charity in Coventry called Carriers of Hope that are accepting Christmas presents to give to refugees and asylum seekers in the city. And you can literally spend as little as a pound and buy something off their Amazon wish list, like toys, nappies, essentials. So we'll leave a link to them and yeah, check them out. So let's get started by looking at what's been in the in the news that we've seen. Um, this week we've seen a piece by The Guardian, uh, The Guardian Lifestyle, <laughs> looking at the TV fashion icons of the year. Wow. And this one was on Ted Danson, who plays Michael in mm-hmm. The Good Place, which Lucy loves, obviously, we know that. My favourite programme ever, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's just saying... Because he's if if you haven't seen the Good Place, first of all, what are you doing? <laughs> Give it a try. <laughs> I I recommend the three episode rule. Do you know what I mean? Okay, okay. That's what me and my boyfriend do. We start something and it's like three episode rule. So I just have to bear it out for three episodes and I'm like stop. I like that. I think maybe I mm-hmm. should stick to that because I do give up on things quite easily. And that's not three episodes while reading something on your phone. That's watching it. You wow. know. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slight shade um so if you haven't seen it michael's always in like a suit Mm. with a little bow tie um which is so cute so iconic Mm -hmm. little bow tie um and the the article was basically saying that it's 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 obviously funny because he's like this demon trying to be like a 60 year old (laughs) human yeah and then as he goes through different things throughout the series, the bow tie will change. Oh. And sometimes he'll wear a tie if he's like, really stressed. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm. But yeah, so he so his little bow tie. And I love, I think the bow ties are cute. When I think of people wearing bow ties, I think of Michael. I think of Richard Gilmore. <laughs> and I think of the dad and Peter Pan. That's yeah. what comes to my mind. And I'm like, that's so wholesome. So even though he's not, I wouldn't say that Michael was a fashion icon. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's this funny thing that that's what this demon thinks of when he thinks of a respectable six-year-old man mm. is this like guy who's always in a suit with a bow tie, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't have necessarily said he's, you know, it's a bit of not a choice to have him as the TV yeah. fashion icon of the year, but. I think it's a bit yeah. out there. I like the fact it's a male character because I feel like with these sorts mm. of... Like, I don't really think about men's fashion in TV programmes. I don't know. It's nice to have something mm. a bit different, but a bit of an odd choice. But I like that analysis of his bow ties. I think interesting. Yeah. I think it's it's the wholesome vibes we needed in lockdown. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't... If someone had said who's TV male fashion icon, I wouldn't have gone, oh yeah, Michael. Yeah. Who would you go with? Who would I go with? Have I watched TV this year? Um, 
I can't think of things that have got, now I was trying to think earlier what's come out this year like and I can't think on the top of my head of like all the things that have come out no when was normal people when was that was that this year yeah that was, was that last year. year that was this year okay we've got to have Connell's cane then haven't we yeah that's got to be in there Alex mm-hmm. would kill us if it wasn't yeah of course I think all of the outfits in the crown are incredible mm. like generally and the costume team amazing like the wedding dress yeah so we just let's move on let's talk about Diana <laughs> okay, okay yeah of course um <laughs> but yeah no I agree yeah I think I think the whole like production team behind the crown are just incredible the costume mm-hmm. the the whoever sets up the shots whoever yeah. makes it all foggy and misty I love that um, I would love to be like a fashion like do that as a job like do the outfits for the crown as a job that would be the dream because they get them so bang on like you know the blue mm-hmm. when they're doing that interview and it's like whatever love means whatever that one when Ooh. she's got the blue sort of mm-hmm skirt suit thing that is spot on the wedding dress i cannot wait the wedding dress for the iconic revenge dress you know next mm-hmm. season i can't wait to the see what they dress. do with that yeah the black dress with the off the shoulder mm-hmm. i can't wait that's gonna be they've really nailed diana like yeah. the actress did such a good job the yeah. head tilt i can't and then yeah i think have you seen the side-by-side comparison of the crowns whatever love means and the real mm-hmm it's freaky, isn't it? I know. I feel like, imagine being... Like, we always say that. Imagine being Harry and William seeing that. Mm, I know. Weird. Well, I guess they probably just don't watch it. Yeah. I don't think I would if I was them. No. But anyway, off topic, the outfits. I think... I can't remember they show the wedding dress from the front, but from the back, like, it, it, you know, that, that must have cost so much to make. To make it look yeah. so specific. And also... The ring, her engagement ring. Oh, yeah. The way they did... Oh, I was like, oh, my God, this is great. Does Megan have that now? I don't know. Doesn't she have a green one? I have in my head that she has a green one. And Diana's was, like, blue, right? But I don't know. I'm not sure. No. I'm pretty sure either her or Kate has it, right? Oh. Would make sense. That would be cute. I mean, it might be Kate, because I feel like cause she, they got married first. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. That's cute, though. Yeah. <laughs> Very important information about um, Diana's wedding ring that all of our listeners were <laughs> listening in to hear. <laughs> I love that. It's like last at the end of last year when Little Women came out, right? Yeah. yeah. And I was like obsessively watching every behind the scenes thing I could find. And then they were talking about there was this girl that made a video on the historical accuracy of the costumes. Mm. She does. I think she has like a whole series where she does it for everything, but. She was basically saying they're not accurate. Okay. But that's, first of all, not why I watched the film. Um, <laughs> we all know the real reason why we watch the film. Timothy. So Ronan too, but yes, Timothy. Um, <laughs> but then I I was fine with it not being as accurate as what that family would have worn in the Times because I think it it was clever how they represented the personalities. Like, they each had their own themed colour. Yeah. And then the mum had, like, all the colours mixed together because, like, all her mm. kids represented in a costume. And I was like, I will take that any day over accuracy. What is that <laughs> one? Is it... I can't believe that it was this year that we saw Little Women in the cinema. Wasn't it December No, I year? think we saw it on the first day back of Term 2, if you remember. You're right. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. is that this year? 
That feels like literally 10 years ago. I know. Because I went then with my sister on yeah. her birthday weekend at the end of January and watched it again. And then we went to like a Pizza Hut restaurant and they were like, oh, there's like a 20 minute wait. So we were like, oh, should we, shouldn't we? But now we're like, thank goodness we did. Thank goodness we went mm-hmm. and we had that pizza in the restaurant because I think that's the last, one of the last times I ate in a restaurant before lockdown. Oh my God. I know. Crazy. That's wild though, because if you asked me like what the best film I've seen in the cinema this year is, I would say like Tenet, because I, I literally can't believe can't that. Remember, yeah. I've forgotten that that was this year. Oh, what a great start to the year. I have to mention one thing about fashion. Fashion. Uh-huh. Fashion. <laughs> Icons in TV. So, in first lockdown, there was a series on BBC called Mrs. America. Great series about like women's movement in America in the 70s. And oh, okay. the flared jeans in that series were exquisite. Like, mm-hmm. no two ways about it. Um, what's her name? Gloria Steinem, played by Rose Byrne. Flared jeans, that's what set me onto the flared jean trend. And now I'm obsessed, ah. so... That was another great fashion moment in TV this year. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing mm-hmm. we're just going to mention about the news is I'm not sure people may not know people will know now um i'm a i'm a bit of a sims fan <laughs> the sims franchise has been a part of my life mm-hmm. for quite a while i never played sims 1 and sims 2 i was too young but sims 3 i was like hardcore fan a gamer <laughs> well what can i say and then sims 4 i I played when it first came out and then in bits and now I'm like playing it again. Just mostly just like building houses which don't look good but I'm like yes, oh wow, yes. Oh, yeah. I'm an artiste, you know. <laughs> but there's been a lot of stuff over the past few years of 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 the skin tones. Right, okay. Because the deeper skin tones were like patchy and uh like I can't think of the word, like a white cast almost. Like they look, they just didn't look right. That's so weird. Like, what is it? Yeah, like weird shadows and all sorts. They were just not showing up well on the screen. So people for years have been like, the the black hairstyles are awful. Mm -hmm. The deeper skin tones are awful. Like something needs to be done. And finally, the Sims team were like, yeah, we're going to work on it. Okay. And they recently released the, the big skin tone update nice and it looked great there were now instead of just being like you can pick between these like 24 shades or whatever now there's like a whole thing and you can increase the there's like scales you know and there's like uh warm neutral and cool shades of all different Mm -hmm. all the range which is great but then (laughs) i was watching this uh video by I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Um, Delicracy? Mm-hmm. Basically, I call her Deli. She calls herself Deli. <laughs> she, if I'll link the tweet below that her, like, I think they're together, her partner, I think. Mm-hmm. He tweeted f- a screenshots from her video showing the genetics uh, system right. with, the new, with the new update. And basically, the screenshots are shocking. They have this... She made, like, a black female character mm-hmm. and a white male character. 
and then mix their genetics to see what the child would come out as. Mm. Because people were like, oh, if you use custom skin tones, then it just, it selects like a, a default one because it's not there yet kind of a thing. Okay. But this took a black woman, white man, white baby. <laughs> it wasn't even like, because she was like, is it just going to be in the middle? Is there going to be variation between the kids? Yeah. And basically every kid has the same skin tone it the, the system will just pick a skin tone and go that all the kids will be the exact same shade which so obviously isn't white. realistic but but all the kids were white and then she swapped it round to be like is it just this have i just found a weird mm-hmm. bug and no if you have two characters that are like far away in skin shade yeah they'll come out white and I was like, oh no, oh, oh no, 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 no. How have they met how have they missed this? How do they not bug test that? Oh my god. Wouldn't it have been better to go, oh we we need to push it back a week? Yeah. Because all the kids are white. <laughs> oh no. So they tweeted today like we're we're investigating. And I'm like, what is there to investigate? Like fix what it. like, like just it's fix not like it. you need to see whether it's right or wrong, like just fix it. <laughs> we're investigating whether there's a bug. Yes, there's a bug, because all the kids are white. <laughs> oh dear so i just thought that was something interesting to bring up because this has been such an issue within like the sims community and now they've released this update like yes guys we've finally done it Mm -hmm. and it's broken you think the amount of people that must check these things like so many people must have signed that off as all right exactly because they're under ea right right it's not a small company like they're they should have enough people to go to go oh we found something weird yeah did they just not check biracial couples? Like, I don't understand. How bad is the diversity at their team as well? If, they, you know, if they exactly. let it go like that for so long as well. Yeah. They were under criticism as well because there weren't many, like, black hairstyles and stuff in base game. So right. then they put them in packs and stuff, but, but that then meant they were behind a paywall. That's really bad. I know. They've got some stuff they need to fix. They need yeah. to add more more diversity in hairstyles mm-hmm. in just base game mm, it's so. interesting i didn't know that i haven't really heard much about sims so interesting mm. i do have to say one very ex- very exciting piece of news is that taylor taylor swift to your non-friends <laughs> has announced on twitter today that she has another album coming out tomorrow at 5am i think now, How many albums is that in one year? Did So Folklore came out in September. Did Lover come out this year? No, I don't think Lover was this year. But So this one is like a part two to Folklore. It's called Evermore. Got oh. some, looks like it's got some great collabs. It's got a collab with The National, Bon Iver, and also Heim. So I'm very excited about that. But I think it's going to be similar sort of vibes to Folklore, except more like wintry. Oh, that actually sounds good. I'm so excited. I think it'll be great. But like, she's really, she put like a tweet in November, like, I'm not up to much, like a picture of her chilling, like, I'm not up to much out here. We know what you're doing, Taylor. You're writing another album. Like, we stand. But imagine how, like, how many ideas she must have had and how, like, Mm. she must have probably been grinding this year to get those two albums Mm. out. Because doesn't she normally leave like two years between albums? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happened then, but there was some stuff with her management, right? Well, yeah, she doesn't have the rights to her yeah. music. So I guess now she does... I don't know, she must not do it on her own, but now she has, like, better management or whatever. She must be, like... Yeah. It's weird because 
she so the guy that bought the masters for all her music mm-hmm. i claim i'm not a fan and yet i know all this stuff is <laughs> called scooter braun right. Is that yeah, right yeah 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 but so th- there was all this stuff about him like oh he's evil like he's stolen all this stuff was stolen bought mm-hmm. but you know ethically is that correct and then but then demi lovato did like an interview on ellen and she was like yeah my new manager scooter braun he's incredible I love him. He's helped me so much with like my eating disorders and all this stuff. So oh. I'm like confused because she loves him. Yeah. And yeah, he did this like horrible thing. I don't know. That's weird. I don't know that much, but whatever she's, whatever management she's under now, I'm grateful because yeah, you know, this is all we need. This is what we need this year. Another Taylor Swift album to get us through. Are you setting your alarm? Um, th- I'm debating it. I was, Ooh. I saw like commitment. The ball music were like, quick, who wants to review it? Like, it's got to be done like ASAP tomorrow morning. And I was like, I can't, I can't. I have a presentation. I cannot, oh no, yeah, I cannot yeah. skip my presentation to review the new Taylor Swift album. So, I mean, on the topic of music, it's only right that we do an in depth analysis of our Spotify wrapped. So, we mentioned we it. Are briefly last week but we didn't want to bore nicole with the ins and outs of our spotify rap from this year so i was like it was like bubbling i was like (laughs) also it's quite fresh last week it was you know i was still like my Mm. god like now i've had time to process it yeah so why don't you tell us top five artists top five songs whatever okay my top artists Mm -hmm. were doge cat of course then amine which who, I didn't who think is he'd be that? Because, oh I, my God. I can't work out who that is. I love him so much. So he released, his his like breakout song mm. was Caroline. Do you know that one? It's like, Caroline, you divine. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, And then, but oh, I actually love him. He did, he did like a live stream show of the new album. And I was literally in my bed with my headphones on, vibing at 2am, <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> uh, third was Jack Carlo, which mm-hmm. we will return to him in a second. Mm-hmm. Fourth, Kehlani. Nice. I actually think you might like her. Have you have you listened to her? You've shown me her Twitter, or... No, you've shown me her Instagram, right? <gasps> For the tattoos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I've probably heard her if you've played her, but I don't think I've listened to her myself. Yeah. She's incredible. I love her. Um... Waiting for the next album, Kelani, if you're listening. Let me know when it's out. <laughs> <laughs> and then fifth is 1975. Nice. Top songs, number one. <laughs> I'm quite embarrassed by it. <laughs> I don't know any top song is. I'm excited. No, you're not. Is it it's a Jack so- Carlo song. Oh, no, I was going to guess. Okay. Sorry. I thought it'd be Say So by Dojo or something. That's number three. <laughs> I'll get there. Okay. So, number one, Smells Like Incense by Jack Carlo, okay. which is a bop, but... It's just ear candy. Like, it doesn't deserve s- such a high rank, okay. right? Second, Riri by Mine. Nice. Which is great. Um, the, f- the the opening line of that song mm-hmm. is, you like Rihanna, but you're not a savage. <laughs> How incredible is that? It feels hacked, but okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Number three, Say So, but the remix featuring Nicki Minaj. Okay. You have like to be one step up from other Doja Cat fans, don't you? You're like, the remix. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. <laughs> um, number four. 
Out Front by Jack Harlow. Nice. It's not even that good of a song. Wait, clearly it's because you've listened to it like a million times, though. Yeah, it's not even that good, though. It's just like... Dun, dun, dun. Actually, it's quite good. <laughs> and then number five, Through the Night by Jack Harlow featuring Bryson Tiller. Incredible song. You need to listen. <laughs> it's... I think I've... I, I played you the video. Mm-hmm. You, well, no, it was you, me and Alex. Mm-hmm. It's the one where they're, like, skating. Okay. While skating. Oh, um, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember mm, that one. And also just Bryson Tiller, like, oh my goodness. Minutes listened, 15,000. Nice. Pretty good. Top genre, pop, which... Interesting. I guess, is, is Doja must be Doja. pop? Yeah, and I, I think, I don't know, the thing is, Spotify, I think, uh, categorizes people not necessarily how they would like to be categorized you yeah know what I mean? that's true so kaylani could be categorized as pop even though she's more r&b mm-hmm. and amine is a rapper but like you could say it's like pop rap okay but can i just quickly say mm-hmm. jack harlow is releasing an album or tomorrow mm-hmm. i think 11th or 12th i don't know and i'm I wasn't excited then he released this song with Big Sean and it's really good and I was like oh no now I'm gonna listen to the whole thing even though he's just completely lost his head (laughs) and like first of all the album cover is him sitting in a car like a limo Mm -hmm. with fans reaching through the window and he's signing something and then there's just like a woman's leg and I was like can you not can you not though (laughs) he's just I I love him but I don't like him Mm. basically he was just like he announced it and he was like in 10 years, I want people to look back and think, oh, this is a classic. This is one of the classics, a classic album. And I'm like, no, just like <laughs> calm down. You've had one big song, like calm down. Anyway, you, you go because I'm enraged. Okay, okay. I'm kind of embarrassed about mine. Like this year is probably better than it has ever been. But I feel like Twitter has roasted me because it's shown me how basic I am. So it's fine. Don't let them, one, don't let them. We've got the 1975. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, I didn't really listen to them. I haven't really listened to them past like August. Like I feel like I listened to them a lot in the first half of the year when we went to see them yeah. before and after. And then when mm-hmm. that obviously that album came out this year as well, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of it was that. And then second was Taylor Swift mm. because of folklore. Also, will be probably more because of the new album out tomorrow. But I think I listened to folklore a lot, so. For it to make it as my second artist, I must have listened to it a lot, considering it was only yeah. September. Um, third, we've got Wolf Alice, which I'm, I think that's quite mm. cool, because Wolf Alice are quite cool. I think yeah. I remember, because I really like watching old sets on like BBC iPlayer and stuff, like old oh, festival yeah. sets, and I think they did one at like Redden and Leeds from a few years ago, and I listened to that and I was like, oh, they're so good. So, I've been listening to them quite a lot this year. Fourth, this one mm-hmm. I was, like, quite shocked about, is Biba Doobie. Oh, what, the they supported yeah. 1975? Yeah. That's I like, cool. I really like, I think it's just her. I don't know if it, I mean, she has a band. Yeah. But, um, I mean, she's really cool. She has, like, she's, like, a model and stuff as well. And she's literally, I think she's younger than us. But, I don't like that. I don't like the fact she's younger. I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? They're kind of. I don't know. They're not even like the 1975, are they? They're just kind of like weird, dream, poppy sort of vibes. Mm. Yeah. And then fifth is Phoebe Bridges. 
who I've actually only discovered over the past like two months. So I guess I've listened to her a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of listening. I know. And then my top five songs are quite embarrassing. I'm I'm so excited (laughs) to hear these. So number one is Me and You Together song by 1975. Incredible. Expectable. That was in my top 100, but like... (laughs) No. (laughs) And then number two. (laughs) I don't know whether... Do you remember a series coming out on Netflix called Outer Banks? Right, yeah. So I didn't like the series, I thought it was rubbish, but the trailer for the series had the song Left Hand Free by All J mm-hmm. on. And I was like, this is such a bop. So I think I listened to it over and over. I don't really, like, I don't listen to All J that much, but I listened to it over and over and over again. And that's mm. my second song. So my third and fourth are both Bieber Doobie songs. Love that. It's Space Cadet and If You Want To, which are both bops. And then mm-hmm. my fifth is really, really embarrassing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how this is on my top five, but we made a playlist in March before oh, no. the pandemic because we were going to have a party and then we cancelled it because of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a collaborative playlist and Alex was putting all her tunes on. And Alex mm-hmm. likes like R&B Spanish songs. Yeah. So she put this song, I don't even know who, I don't know who the artist is. I don't know, I think it was from the 90s. It's called Maria Maria. (laughs) And it's the song that is sampled on Wild Thoughts by Rihanna. Oh, It's a bop, but it's kind of weird and I was too embarrassed to share it on Twitter. But yeah, I've had, yeah, exactly, that's it. I had 22,476 minutes listened to. I know, and my top genre was modern rock. Oh, I know. I think because I think Wolf Alice, Booba Doobie, Phoebe Bridges, mm. maybe the nineteen seventy five were all modern rock. Yeah, I also had Trap Latino as my number four genre. <laughs> Trap Latino. Trap Latino. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I had my top genres were pop, then rap, then modern rock, nice. then alternative R and B, and then UK hip hop. Interesting. What's UK hip hop? Like grime. Okay, okay. And then my top podcast. Yeah. Mrs. Shell Obama. <gasps> Love that for you. Thank you. See, I don't really listen to podcasts. <laughs> um, don't don't tell the people. <laughs> and my foot twenty has not been going long enough, but it was my second. Mm. Um, number one was the Warthog podcast. <laughs> oh, shout out! Shout, shout out. out! And then. High Low podcast, which is now finished with Dolly mm. Alderton and Pandora Sykes. Nice. My, was your top decade the 2000s? Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's was. I haven't seen anyone else that was different. No, my mum's was my as well. my top song, you're going to be really proud of me for this, okay. my top song from this decade yeah. was So Dancing in a Burning Room by John Mayer. <gasps> oh, I love that. What a good song. We haven't listened to that in ages. I know. The next, the next time we drink... The only... The only memories I have of that song with you is mm-hmm. when we've had drinks and we start slow dancing. In but, the kitchen. Like, the room's not burning. Yeah. In jet wine. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> We're just like... <"Den-o-nil." laughs> oh, I miss that song. I forgot that song existed. I can't lie. I oh, know. Mm. Also, the question I have mm-hmm. is the playlist for the top 100, right? Mm. Is that in order? Because I know the top five are in order, but is it all? I don't know. I haven't even looked at my top 100 playlist. Oh, it's been it's been on repeat all all week. Um, I feel like maybe it's not in order because I think 
they were because I feel like there's probably crossovers so some songs you've probably listened to the same amount and stuff do you know what I mean yeah oh yeah that's true that is true I don't know I think yeah. I listen I'm surprised Malamente isn't on my top five because we went through that phase of listening to it literally constantly mm. actually a few of <laughs> a few songs from Positions by Ariana Grande which was released what like um, literally a month ago yeah like quite a few of the songs were in my top 100 and I was like how have I listened to that album that much it's not even her best album I don't think I've even listened to it at all yet so that's impressive they're actually the more I listened to it the more I liked it mm. which I guess makes sense there was there were a few main Miller songs in there which I was like yes yeah because she's had some great songs this year at least, you know what? At least Machine Gun Kelly wasn't in my top. Could you imagine? The embarrassment. I feel like you... Do you more listen to him on YouTube? Like, do you more watch the videos and stuff? Um, I have been listening to it on Spotify quite a lot. <laughs> next <recently>. year, then. <laughs> I know. Next, well, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Let's predict. Right. Let's predict who our top five artists will be next year, and then we can listen back to it. Okay. I think... I think Doja will still be there for okay. me. Mm-hmm. I think with this new Jack Harlow album, he's going to be there again. Okay. You know whether I like that or not. I actually think Jeezy might be there, right? Okay. Because he, the first album that I loved of his, and it's still probably my favorite album, is "These Things Happen," and it's all like I don't I don't know I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's I love it. It's my favorite genre of Jeezy. <laughs> it's more like it's more like the choruses are more singy, mm-hmm. like he has Black Bear on there, that kind of stuff. So he's releasing a part two, a bit like Taylor. He's releasing a part two, and it's going to be like the stories that he told in the songs in the first album, where all the people are now, kind Ooh, of a thing. That sounds cool. Yeah. So I think I'm going to be obsessed with that when it comes out because mm-hmm. he's already released one song uh, with Black Bear from the album called "Hate the Way." I love it. <laughs> so I think he'll be up there. Okay. Who else? I think. I'm trying to think, who's got stuff in the works? It's hard, isn't it? I don't... Because, obviously, with the pandemic as well, like, are there going to be as many albums out next year and stuff? Mm. Honestly, I think Megan Thee Stanley might be there. Okay. Um, And then, I don't know, hopefully Kalani or May Miller, someone like that. Okay. Or someone new. Might be someone new. Might be someone new. Mm. I mean, hopefully. Mm That would be cool. Anyway, you, you go, you go. I don't know. I think it depends. I don't know what's coming out. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether we're going to be able to go to concerts and stuff. Because normally, if I go to a concert, I, I will listen to them on repeat. Um, I think probably Taylor might be number one, if this album's good. Yeah. Because once... The thing is, when I listen to Taylor, like, I will listen to a new album. Then I'm like, oh, I'm in the mood. So I listen to all of her old stuff as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. If the 1975 release a new album, then it will be them. Yeah. If they don't, then it won't be them, because I don't think I'll probably go back listening to them unless they release a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Phoebe Bridges. I feel like she'll probably release a new album next year. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else. It's hard. Yeah. I think Bad Sons could be there for me, because I feel like they're going to release an album soon. Nice. So I think they could be up, up there. Declan McKenna could be on mine, because I know Ooh. he's got an album coming out soon or was meant to have one out or something I've kind of lost track of that but he could be mm-hmm. on there other than that I don't know we'll see interesting I'm so interested to come back to this next year on episode and 178 then... <laughs> I know that'd be that'd be cool mm-hmm. I mean kind of on the same vein as music what are your top five 
favourite Christmas songs? Um, All Not For Christmas Is You. Okay, yeah. Classic. Um, Santa Tell Me. I lo- I, that was going to be on mine. I love Santa Tell Me. Good song. Um, okay. Can I chuck a carol in there? Yeah. You know the one that's like... <laughs> I love that Carol one. Of the Bells. What a bop. My sister knows the lyrics. <laughs> Can I chuck a carol in there? That's got me. Um, well, yeah, chuck, you know, mm-hmm. throw, a little, throw a little carol. Um, um, I saw mommy kissing Santa. Yeah, yeah. What a classic. Love that one. <laughs> my dad, like, my dad has this CD this uh phil specter cd mm-hmm. and he made like his best his favorite christmas songs or whatever and we put it on every year mm-hmm. while we're putting the tree up it's it's tradition mm. so most of the songs most of when i think of christmas songs i just think of that cd and okay. then apart from the odd ones like ariana grande and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah you go you go number one you know what i'm gonna say christmas time by the darkness. <laughs> right. Which nobody has ever heard of. Mm-hmm. But it's a great Christmas song. It's just, it is such a good song. Like, the darkness are awful, and they were the support act when me and Julia saw Ed Sheeran, like, last year. Mm-hmm. And they were literally terrible. Like, everyone was just like, please go so we can watch Ed Sheeran. Um, but it's a great Christmas song. And then number two is Santa Tommy. Mm-hmm. Because it's great. It's just, it is just a great, I think it'll be a classic in a few years. Yeah. Um, three is, it's called, it's like 2,000 miles or 1,000 miles or something like that. Yeah. And then... <coughs> 500 miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, classic song, classic Christmas song that. <laughs> um, oh, this is embarrassing, but... No. Mistletoe. If you're going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were gonna say that. I was like, "Get Justin Bieber out of my face." He's not a. Cr-. No. Yeah, but is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Trevor, Justin Bieber. It's a great Christmas song. It is. I'm sorry. I I can't stand Justin Bieber, but that that is a really good Christmas song. Thing is, though, when I hear that song, I can see I can see him in my mind with his like little leather hoodie <laughs> jacket th- abomination, yeah. like oh, that, like trying to like moonwalk around the the scene, and I'm like, I can't deal with it. Okay, I get that. Um, Tell what a good one is. Yeah, one one. more sleep by Leona Lewis. I'm not on Leona. Do you not like that one? I don't like her. I don't know. I've just never liked her voice because it's not my. I don't know. Oh my god! You better hope my mum doesn't listen to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then obviously Mariah. It has to be all Mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. But yeah. Also, um, (laughs) another weird one that I do like. It's called, like, Don't Stop the Cavalry or something. Do you know what I mean? Somebody Stop the Cavalry so. or something. It's a bit I of a weird like, one. I feel like you've talked about that before. Yeah. Maybe I've seen maybe I've listened to it. I do like the odd Christmas songs, I have to say. Yeah. The the creepy one. What's it called? It's Cold Outside. Oh. <laughs> it's, like, a really questionable lyric. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Makes me think of Elf, though. Mm. Speaking of Elf... I actually watched a really good programme this week. You know, it's called... It's on Netflix. It's called The Movies That Made Us. And they do normal movies. Like, there's a really good one on Dirty Dancing and one on Ghostbusters. But they've done a Christmas version. And they did one about Ooh. Elf. Really? And it's, like, how they made Elf. How it was produced and stuff. And it's really good. You should watch it. It's, like, wholesome. 
Okay, I'll watch that. So, speaking of Elf, everyone should watch that program, by the way. Really good. Um, mm. What are your favourite Christmas films? Um, the, the Grinch. Yeah. The, I need to... I know we've we've mm-hmm. discovered that I haven't seen mm-hmm. the Jim Carrey version, and I will watch it this week, okay? Okay. But the 2018, with the Tyler Creator music and all that, love it. Um, the Santa Claus... One and three. Oh, I forgot about them. I haven't seen them mm-hmm. in ages. Love, love them. Um, I think, and also on my watch list this week is the one that you said lo- last week. But w- I'll let you say it because I bet it's okay. going to be on your list. Okay. Yeah. And then, I hate, I hate. What's that one? Miracle on that one. I hate 34th that. Thirty fourth Street or something. Yeah, I don't like it. I've never seen it. I think I watched it when I was young and it bored me. Which okay. is, and then now I've just like grown this resentment towards it. Yeah. Um, I can't think of Christmas films. Um, Fred Claus. Hmm. Haven't seen it. It's fairly new. I wouldn't say it's a favourite. It's got Vince Vaughn in it. It's quite. It's alright. Oh. I think I saw it in cinema when I was like twelve or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Are you um, I... a Nightmare Before Christmas girl? No. I've never. Seen I have it. seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it once or twice. I need to give it a go though, because it's got a cult following. Like, yeah, exactly. I've. All, I think I've tried. I'm not that into Tim Burton films. Like I've tried before, and I'm just like, eh. yeah, yeah. Like, I I just get a bit freaked out. I think Tim Burton Dumbo was really good. Okay. I was worried they were going to make it really freaky with all the clowns and stuff, but it was actually really good. Um, but like, Coraline was him, right? Mm-hmm. That freaked me out. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen what I need to watch because my sister's like read the book seen the film loved it is miss peregrine's home for peculiar t- children <sighs> he did the is it good i i read the book and i watched the film and i was like eh, it's all right mm. but it's butterfield though i like him okay see i don't really like him that much so right i like him in sex education but <gasps> mordred yeah yeah he was mordred oh my god I forgot about I can't believe they replaced him with this guy just because he grew up. Like, what? <laughs> the guy was really good looking, though. I used to have a poster of him. <laughs> what, the adult Mordred? His name is Alexander Vlahos. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Can we watch Merlin when we go back to uni, please? Can yeah, we start let's from do start? it. It's all on Netflix. Oh, good, yeah. I have the box let's set as well, so. Same. <laughs> um... Should we should we move on? Can or do you have you yeah, got more? Oh, I'll you haven't done yours. On. Okay, go for it. Um, Christmas with the Cranks. We won't talk about it again because I talked about it last week. But it's great. It is just a wholesome Christmas film. Mm. Um, Elf, obviously, mm. great film. Uh, Love Actually is <laughs> a great film anyway, but a great Christmas film. Um, yeah, I can't think of any. Oh, Deck the Halls is another good one. It's got Danny DeVito in it. It's a funny one. Oh yeah. Is that the one where they're trying to get their house seen yeah. from space? Yeah. Right. I also really like the, like, Hallmark Christmas movies. You know, like, the weird ones that you get on, like, Channel 5. Right. So right. there's ones that's called... It's something like Annie Claus or something. And that's right. a great one. Also, The Town That Christmas Forgot, which is a Channel 5 staple. Yeah. I won't say any more about Hallmark Christmas films, but yeah. So what are your favourite Christmas efforts? The best... John Lewis Christmas advert ever was The Man on the Moon and you can fight me about that. Really? Yeah. What's my favourite John Lewis advert? You know what? I did cry at Man on the Moon. Mm-hmm. 
the first time I saw it. Um, I think the penguin one was cute. Yeah. I oh I I I really liked. I don't think was it John Lewis the one with the snowman like travelled to get a scarf for his girlfriend. I feel like that was John Lewis. I like that one. I also liked the one that was the year before the Man on the Moon that was like somewhere only we somewhere only we know and it was like in the forest and stuff. Is that the bear and a hair? Yeah. I love that one. That's yeah. a good one. Great song. I still it still makes me think of John Lewis. Yeah. Which is clever. Mm-hmm. Oh, the little, last year, the little dinosaur. He was so cute. Oh, I, did, I really liked that one. That was a cute one. That made me cry. Yeah. Oh. This he, year... Like... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this year was all right. Like, I, I didn't really like it that much this year. I was like, eh. I know. I was like, that better be the Waitrose advert, not the John Lewis advert. Yeah, I know. Because I, I was underwhelmed. I can't even remember what it is. I'm just underwhelmed. The Sainsbury's one this year. Incredible. I like the Sainsbury's one. 10 out of 10. One. Sainsbury's underrated for their Christmas adverts. I know. Do you remember in 2014 yep. when they did the I was gonna say the soldiers? One. Yeah, I love that one. That's one of my favourites ever. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, I hate this year the Lidl advert. I don't. I haven't seen the Lidl one. Basically, right? Is it the Lidl or is it Aldi? No, no, no. Because Aldi is that family, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lidl is they're like basically there's this Robin. <laughs> who's, like, trying to get in frame. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, like, waving. And then they just, like, pan away from him and zoom in on, like, all the little stuff. And I'm like, give the Robin a chance to speak. <laughs> don't take the limelight away from him. Mm-hmm. So I don't like it just because I feel offended on behalf of the Robin. Okay, that's that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I like the McDonald's one this year. I think that's good. Yeah, the little, the boy with the little... Yeah. Yeah, that's cute. I like how... They centre their entire advert around the only item on the menu that no one buys. <laughs> the carrot sticks. <laughs> the carrot sticks. Yeah. It's cute though. Mm-hmm. Um, Coca-Cola need to get some originality. I haven't seen they that They need to come up with someone new. It's just the same one every year, isn't it? With the lorry? Yeah. Mm. Where's the flavour? <laughs> so normally at the start of the show we talk about what we've been watching, reading, listening to this week. But we thought we'd do it at the end this week because... Abby has a very long rant to get into about how I met your mother, so... Full spoiler alert. Have you seen the whole thing? You've seen the whole thing, right? Yeah, I, I have. So you know the ending? Yeah, I've seen the last season and I've seen, like, the first few and bits of the middle ones, so I know what happens at the end, yeah. Okay, so full spoilers because I'm going to go into detail I'm about okay. I'm ready. everything. everything. I'm getting worked up already because I'm so... <laughs> when I tell you that I cried, I sobbed. I... <gasps> was so angry because my boyfriend was here we watched it together mm-hmm. he was literally like are you okay i was like i'm absolutely furious i didn't expect this reaction i remember just being a bit like oh <laughs> i was so invested right from like season three or whenever it is that barney and robin like there's little sparks and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. i'm like they're gonna end up together they're perfect for each other they're both scared of commitment but it fits mm-hmm. you know that vibe and i was like they're perfect for each other and then the int- what irritated me, right, the entire last season built up to their wedding. Yeah. They get married. The next episode, they're divorced. I uh-huh. was so angry. <laughs> I don't even... Forget about Ted, because honestly, he's the most irrelevant character in the whole yeah, series, I right? Agree. Robin and Barney, I was literally so angry that they split them up. And I was like, the thing is, I get that Robin travelling is going to put a strain in the relationship. But like they knew, like she's a news anchor. Yeah, I know. Uh, what do you like? What do you expect? Also, Barney doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Um, oh my god. I think one thing they did well was answering all the questions about Barney, like what he does for his job, what all that kind do? of stuff. What does he do? I can't remember now. Please. That's like so he. That's what he said the whole series. Uh-huh. But then it stood for something. I can't really even remember now because um, I was so angry that I just forgot. Okay. But like it stood for what he did. Okay. Basically, I think he signed stuff like dodgy stuff. But then he like turned it around and he was working with the FBI and he like stitched his boss up or whatever. Okay. Like I think it, that was really clever. And then they just ruined it. Like, what irritated me is I watched nine seasons of this stupid show right nine seasons of the uh-huh. show how many hours of my time is that building up to ted's perfect woman the whole thing like first of all ted get a life second of all they're building up ted's perfect woman yeah. they find her tracy oh my goodness she's she's perfect she's perfect she's singing the Vion rose on on a ukulele she's perfect uh-huh. and then it's like they suddenly found themselves in this weird situation they were like you know what actually yes we've spent nine seasons building up to this woman but actually, she's a bit of an inconvenience. We're just going to kill her off so we can get Ted with Robin. Mm-hmm. I was so angry. <laughs> when the kids... What got me? The kids are like... They don't even care about their mother. I know. Because they're like... If you... if Obviously, I don't know. I've never, like, mm-hmm. lost a parent or anything. But if I was hearing stories about it, I would think that I'd be interested. But they're like, yeah, f- yeah, cool, Dad. Yeah, that's how you met Mum. But what about Aunt Robin? Yeah, I know. I remember thinking, like, this is so unnecessary. Like, yeah. this is not what the viewers want. But, like, you would tell your kids a story about your mum, about their mother. Yeah. But then the, all they pick up from that is that actually <laughs> he's in love with your aunt. But not obviously not actual aunt, yeah. but like. But I was. And then he shows up with a stupid horn. And I was like, also, he's going to make you give all your dogs away again. Do you want that? No, you mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> oh, it was it was terrible. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have something to compare to that. Uh-huh. So, if... To, like, skip ahead if you don't want to know, but Dawson's Creek, right? Me mm. and my boy are watching it right now. Like, we've been watching mm-hmm. it over Skype. And um, the whole time, I've been trying not to spoil it, because in season three... The best, the most unlikely couple get together, right? And they're literally the okay. best, like, the best TV couple in the world, hands down. And then in the last season, the last episode is, like, there's, like, a love triangle and she's got a pick between them and she picks the right one and it's all good. But then oh, okay. it's, like, a flash-forward five-year situation. They oh. kill off one of the main characters for absolutely Stop. no reason whatsoever. And then she's got a kid and it's, like, what the, what the, hell is, what the hell's going on here? And all the other characters, I was like, see, they just throw all the other characters under the bus, and I was like, no, no. But anyone, this is like I hate a that. long ass, like thirty episode season, six season show, and then that's oh, how no. they, they ended it. I was like, so, yeah. Just if anyone's thinking of making a successful TV show, that's listening right now, mm-hmm. I would say to you, don't do a flash forward. Yeah, I hate that. Because I wanna. I want to go, I wish, if you're going to watch, I mean, if you're going to watch How I Met Your Mother, you've already spoiled it, but, <laughs> but if you watch it, just stop two episodes before the end, mm-hmm. because then, but then, then it's all happy, like, you know that Ted's going to get with Tracy, yeah. because they've seen each other at a wedding, blah, 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 everyone else has met them, blah, 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 then Barney and Robin are married, 
they're you know they're just such the perfect couple I, I can't even and then Marshall and Lily are gonna have a second child it's everything's perfect yeah and then they just they just completely ruined it oh I think people agree with you though like that's the general consensus yeah well they had to do they made an alternative ending which was yeah. better I preferred yeah. the alternative ending but I just don't get why they what was the need to kill her off oh, she had already been through so much <laughs> Putting up with Ted her whole life. <laughs> That's the thing, though, in it with these long TV shows. Like, I feel like maybe they can never win. The writers can never win because people are so invested in stuff and people yeah. want things a certain way. Gilmore Girls, perfect. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, I agree. That was perfect. I mean, the the revival. Mm. People don't like the revival as much. I feel like it's fifty fifty. People love it or hate it. I don't love it. I have so. I th- basically, but th- the thing is, what was bad is c- it's because of what happened behind the scenes, right? What do you mean? So, Amy Sherman Palladino right, stopped right. writing, and they basically, the writers wrote themselves into this bad place to spite her and stuff. Oh. So, I can't remember, I can't remember which season it was that they they ended it badly so that the next writers coming in had this awful situation to deal with. Was it when Rory, like, dropped out of the aisle and stuff? Oh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They, they, like, wrote themselves into this, like, bad storyline so that the writers of the next season would have to somehow make it funny and oh blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, that's so shady. I know. So then they ended the season... Like, Amy wasn't a part of writing that season and stuff. Um, and that's not how she wanted to end it, which is mm-hmm. why she did the revival. So, basically, what they wanted... Spoiler alert. What she wanted to happen was for the series to end when it did, but with Rory pregnant. Okay. So that she was then doing this loop. So she was mm-hmm. then ending where Lorelai started. Mm-hmm. But, obviously, that didn't happen. She did the revival and did it then but then obviously it was weird because Rory was like too old to be in that situation yeah yeah and that's why it felt off I think I prefer that though because I feel like it wouldn't make sense I get I do get that being a loop but I don't mm-hmm. think it would make sense because I think that's not like Rory and Lorelai wouldn't like be the same as her mum I don't know do you know what I mean yeah also there's all this all this talk about oh who's who's the father of the baby isn't it obvious it's logan obviously yeah yeah they're like is it is it the random guy that she slept with and i'm like i don't think she's that stupid yeah you know what did end well that you can't even pick a fault with the last episode friends yeah that's emotional Mm because it's good yeah that was really good i think have you watched jane the virgin you you know i've seen a bit of it but not the ending but i know right yeah 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 Oh, okay. The The last episode of Jane the Virgin is incredible. Okay. I really liked it. Um, even though originally, b- b- like, the season before, I wouldn't have wanted it to end how it did. Right. But actually, when it happened, I was really satisfied with it. Okay. You know what you if, can't If people fault, have seen it, they know. What? The best ending ever, Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what with the lorry? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. The Good Place ended well. Okay, that, don't spoil that it, felt don't satisfying spoil it. and whole, wholesome. 
I won't spoil it. It was just a good ending. Okay. Should we get on to our final recommendations? Okay, um, go. What's your recommendation? So, I've had some good veggie food this week. And I haven't mm. done a veggie update in a while, but I'm still going. It's actually been alright being at home and Ooh. having veggie food. It's been easier than I thought it was. Um, My mum did like a chicken curry the other day and I just had broccoli and courgette instead of chicken. And that was really nice. nice. And then also pucker pies. Abby did not mm-hmm. know what this was, but we'll forgive her. Thank you. Um, they do vegan pies, so they do like a va- a vegan, a vegan <laughs> minced beef one and a vegan chicken one, and they're really good. Like the pastry's like the same and stuff. They're really good. And then also, I've been reading a book called Outlander. So it's a TV series on Amazon Prime. It's quite a famous TV series. It's got like a cult following. But I wanted to mm. read the books before. I watch it but the books are really thick like it's a series and they're like all big books um but it's good it's set in scotland we love it it's like historical mm-hmm. but yeah it's like wintry as well which is good what about you well that's nice um haven't got much i think that of you know all the controversy with bon appetit and stuff that happened yeah yeah because for those mm-hmm. who don't know i was a huge fan of bon appetit Bon Appetit Mm -hmm. and the YouTube channel and all the staff there and stuff and then there was a load of uh, drama with Condé Nast Mm -hmm. Um, and then so a lot of the a lot of the people that were on the YouTube channel left one of those being the the, the, probably the most well known Claire Safistes I think her name is Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure but she's just released uh, her recipe book called Dessert Person mm. and she was like it's savoury too because Dessert Person is a state of mind and I was like wow wow, I respect that and I'm not even that into baking but she makes me want to bake mm. and so she's now like with the release of the recipe book and stuff mm-hmm. she's got her own YouTube channel and she's only got well she's just released the second video today already got 300,000 subscribers she's doing great wow um I know, love that for Claire. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's great. If you want just like a relaxing baking video mm-hmm. with some cameos from her cat Felix. That's cute. Yeah. And it, by the way, he looks like the Felix cat. Really? Yeah. That's identical. Cool. So that's, it's a wholesome thing to watch. Also, some of the other ex Bon Appetit members have got channels. So Gabby now has her own channel. Right. And um, Sola, who a lot of the controversy it was started around Sola. Mm-hmm. She's she hasn't got her own channel, I think, but she's doing stuff with other creators. Okay. So give them a watch, support them, it's great. Nice. Have you asked for the book for Christmas? It's on my list. Nice. <laughs> it's on my list. Which so the the thing yeah. I mean, student house next year, maybe there's there'll be some cookies, maybe there'll be some garlic <laughs> bread, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you everybody for listening this week I hope you've enjoyed hearing about our Christmas faves and a half an hour rant about Spotify wrapped but mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. thank you um, make sure you follow us on all our socials and if you want to come on the podcast to talk about anything uh, just let us know we'd love to have you on mm-hmm. next week we'll do a proper Christmas special because it'll be Ooh. the week before so I think we should do a proper Christmassy already <laughs> Next yeah, okay. week will oh. be like the 18th, bro. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I need to get myself organised. You do. 
I'm pretty much... No, I'm not organised. I'm not organised. <laughs> maybe we could wear... I mean, no one can see us, but maybe we'll put a little Christmas hat on or something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>